This is WDW Today. It is Wednesday, December 17th, and you're listening to WW Today. I'm Terry Weaver. And I'm Dave Adams. And Logan and the rest of the gang are gone. Logan may or may not be at a theme park in Central Florida right now, but this happens to be episode 1720, which is normally information on a normal episode of WW Today. No one bothers to look before we started to record. And I intentionally went and got the episode number. So we're here. We're giving you some... There's all kinds of things going on in the Disney universe, in the DVC universe. There's all kinds of things going on in Disney+. Plus. Um, tonight, the last episode of the... Um, Mandalorian for this season drops. Um, I can't wait. I've got a lot of ideas of what could be happening. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What? I don't know if I'm happy with some of the uh, ideas I have. Well, you're a Star Wars fan. You're not supposed to be happy. Uh, well, but I'll say I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this season. Oh, this has uh, been a great season. Um, as a avid watcher of Office Space... The TPS reports reference in oh, last week's episode might be the greatest thing in Star Wars history, um, if we're being honest. So, I don't know if I could say greatest thing in Star Wars history. See, Dave, you say things like that with a little bit of like, you know, in the moment and we're experiencing it. So let's start just going through some of the news that we know of right now. Um there is a lot going on. Um, in fact, today, Disney has announced for people who buy um, through a travel agent or through Disney that they're adding two days onto your hopper passes or onto your park passes. So if you buy a so, four-day ticket, you get a six-day ticket. So um, other immediate announcements that have happened this week, um, we've seen the the, the opening of, Art of, of um, All-Star pushed back a month or two. But we have seen announcements of the the full opening of um, the. Let's see what what do we hear? We heard we heard from Wilderness Lodge, and there was one other one. Do you remember what the other one was? Uh, Beach Club. Beach Club, yes. Which so, is one of my which is both of them are one of my favorite resorts to stay at. So yes. I am, although I'm a DVC member now, I guess I, I I'm not as excited as I would have been, but I am excited to hear those two openings. Yes, and. Um, I don't know what this means. DVC blue card members um, can call member services on January 6th, I believe, and upgrade if they have a, 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 a park tickets right now um, and get that same benefit. So if your kids have hoppers um, for any trips coming up that are in that window of that promotion. Really? Which is something they normally don't do for DVC members. Um, Good to know because uh, Harper, my, my youngest turned three during the pandemic and so i don't have a uh an annual pass for her. so we did have to buy just a regular pass so i guarantee you that if you call or go to they will upgrade that for you well okay i did call and would, they said no you have to do it so i'm gonna try again i would when someone in another facebook group brother did said they're not doing it i was like you haven't called enough um so um one of the big news is in the DVC universe 
um, as DVC held their annual, uh, it's kind of like their HOA meeting. Right. Um, because you technically are an owner of property through Disney. And so most Disney Vacation Club members are going to see a refund to their account in January of anywhere between as low as 3% um, to as high as twenty, to as high as thirty-three percent of returned expenses for their dues. So it ranges. It looks like the lowest is twenty-five cents a point, and the highest it looks like is a dollar seventy a point. So that's impressive. That's something that Disney never does. Disney never does, but they have to because right. they, they, they were closed. Um, well, and and. We were saying in past episodes that that you were wondering what Disney was going to do to to make the the DVC members happy, right. and I think this is this is the start of some of that. Yeah, and so you know, in the it's almost a wash for some of the resorts that have seen increases, um, like my home resort, the Riviera Riviera, like Riviera, you get back a buck seventy a point, and so, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So um, yeah, that's like getting speaking two- of. Speaking of Riviera, did you see what they came out with yesterday? Was this when the re- entire resort was re- evacuated, Dave, earlier this week? Did well, you... no, not that. Yeah. But a uh, friend of mine, friend of the show, friend of mine, Ben Harris, sent me a text and said, hey, look what they're coming out with. Since we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the opening of the Riviera, they have made a scaled model Lego set of the entire Riviera resort like is this like a fan-made thing that they're voting on no this is a legit thing that's coming out let me let me see if i can find it i don't believe you okay hold up just a second because why wouldn't this be a thing for like the polynesian or animal kingdom lodge i agree i agree but hold up well riveting radio here yeah this is riveting so while dave's talking about that i'm gonna keep blowing through the news because dave wants to play through his play about talk about legos Oh, come on now. I do too, but I don't think it's real. So I think you've gotten partial information. WVW News Today. Okay. Disney's Riviera Resort celebrates one year anniversary with 45,000 piece Lego replica model coming to Disney Springs. There's a picture of it. That's, That's a picture of Mickey Mouse. Let me see. Let's see. We're looking at this live. Over. Okay. Is that for sale or like a, a just like in the Lego store they're gonna do it? It it will be for sale. I don't believe you. No. Oh, and and it's got Skyliners. Okay, I could get behind a Skyliner, um, a Skyliner model set. This seems really okay. Let me let me let me go back and say it. it's not that I don't believe you, Dave. And there's a video of it too. Here, I'll text. <clears throat> no, I'll I'm text not saying her. that. I'm not saying I'm going to W. I'm going to the fine folks at WD News today. But let's be really, really clear and honest about the fine folks over there. They aren't always the most factually accurate. Um, yeah. Well, you know. So, uh, John Michael Sherman. I saw it. I think it was on an Insta or Imagineers Instagram. Oh, what, huh. what what did come out on an Imagineers Instagram earlier this week was the disappearance. This is big. This is DVC news too. The disappearance officially of the clown slide. Oh darn! <clears throat> over at Boardwalk, which I loved, 
I loved getting... It was easier to get a better view there because people would always request a room change because their kids were terrified of it. Well, um, I'm, I'm a 39-year-old 30, man, and I'm terrified of it. Yeah, well, you know, if you have problems with clowns, you, you probably should get some help with that. Clowns um, are not cool. But I so the name times. of that the name of that water slide, Dave, is the Keister Coaster. So I posted this in our uh, Mouse Paneur, which if you're an entrepreneur that loves Disney, and uh, I posted it in there that Imagineering, when they, they, they released a photo of it, they misspelled Keister. It has since Didn't been... They really? Yes. The, 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 the official image that went out yesterday um, was is that Keister was misspelled. So they took wow. it, they had to take it all down. <clears throat> the whole thing they had to take down? Well, they had to like go and repaint it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess so. So we we need to go on and talk about uh, do we let's talk about Disney Plus. Well, before we before we get no. before we get all our this is a this is a piece of art that someone has made. You can't buy this Lego set, Dave. Yet, don't Dave. First of all, let's look at the size of the Lego set. Okay. If you guys are listening and want to go look at this, it's on WD News today. It comes up to Mickey Mouse's chin. But it's on a table. It's 84 by 66 inches. If if this is real, it's going to be $1,000. It, it'll be as much as the, uh, the Millennium Falcon set, probably. It weighs 100 pounds. Yeah? Not a thing, Dave. I promise. It's something they did to, like, celebrate its anniversary. They made a it. Video. You could go look at it and go, oh, look, like it, they made it. And look for the model to arrive early next year to the Disney Vacation Club kiosk at Disney Springs Marketplace. Which means where plans, can... where plans call for this one-of-a-kind work of art to remain on display. Oh, You just answered your own question. See, this is why you can't believe everything you read on the Internet. You have to read the whole, especially. Now, that, now I will say this. When that story was probably broke, Sad Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Brad said it's real to him. So, uh... <laughs> but yeah, so, I, like... But I need it. Yeah, it's my I, home resort. I know I you need, need it, it, but, like, why would they do Riviera and not do, like, say, the Polynesian or the Grand Californian or all of those other resorts that people would have been staying at for decades? Because um, Riviera is cool, dadgummit. It's cool to me. Um. So, yeah, like, that's that's some of the other news coming. Oh, oh huge news. And Dave and I literally have argued about this on episode of WDW Today. Um, Top of the world or WDW Today? Uh, probably both, in, and in person. Oh, um, yes. That's um, everything, though. We argue about everything, dude. Uh, now, Walt, this is the Disney statement about this, before I read the whole story. Um, Guests will also discover new character encounters throughout the most magical place on Earth as Disney friends... Um, explore all four theme parks and resort hotels. So they're going to be bringing some new character experiences. Also remember, as a piece of Disney trivia, if you ever get asked it, it refers to Walt Disney World as the most magical place on Earth. And a lot of people say that Disney World is the happiest place on Earth. That's Disneyland. And that was a very important differentiator when they, uh, when they made the parks. I did not know that. Pro trivia tip if you ever get stumped in a game of Disney trivia. Well, good to know. So, uh, I'm excited. I I've seen some friends who went over to visit with uh, Anna and Elsa this week. 
Um, Anna and Elsa. Whatever. Anna. Yeah. They're 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 Norwegian, not from not, from yeah. from. They went over to visit characters from one of Disney's middle of the road mediocre animated films. You shut your face, man. Yes. Uh, Tangled Frozen? is better. Tangled is better by a mile. Well, you're not going to get an argument for me there, but Frozen Two is better than Frozen One. Oh, that's true. So. You just like it because it's got good '80s, '80s uh, power ballads. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but yes, so we're starting to see beyond character cavalcades. We're starting to see more character kind of experiences and fun things coming back. So that's super exciting. Yeah. Um, um, it, it should be fun to see see those things kind of um, reappear and come back. They, they've already had some characters show up at the Grand Floridian. I know Goofy and uh, Pluto, I believe, showed up at the Grand Floridian uh, waving at people from the second floor, waving as they are coming down. I've heard rumors that when Port Orleans reopens, Tiana and Naveen will be there. Okay. Um, so I, I think that we're going to finally start seeing characters at the resorts, which I think that that should have been done originally. It anyway. should have been done a long time ago. Yeah. In fact... I one of the things that I think Disney's going to come to to grips with, and we've seen we've seen this even come out in, in surveys for current guests. Um, and I know when you're a Disney podcast, you start reading these crazy kind of things. But one <laughs> of the things that that are coming up in get with in Disney surveys right now is they're asking people like, "What's going to make? You, would you come back again?" Hands down. Right, and and, and, a, lot, and a lot of it, you know, the the narrative and the conversation is they're asking questions around. Were the masks too much? Were uh, did you miss fast passes? Did you miss no. this? Um, and I, I've missed them all, right? And but 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 the the answer is is what keep you what what keeps you away? Um, and this and this in the response of adding these two day tickets tells me one of the things that that, that that I think you know to be true too is they are wanting to give you a reason to stay longer. Yep. And Disney's got a problem right now because most of the benefits, other than proximity, to staying on property don't exist right now. So if you can put, um, if you can put characters in the resorts more, you definitely add a little more. You know, Pinaz. I mean, how many times have you watched that singing commercial, especially the one that comes out at Christmas every year, where the kids are walking into the Grand Floridian and Cinderella's walking up the stairs? Or the yeah. stormtroopers are behind the counter and go, why has this never happened to me? Right, like, exactly. Like, why has there never been a, a you know, BB-8 pushing the, the, the trash? The, the... Well, I mean, I think we're going to see it now with what they're redoing to the poly. I mean, they're basically going to retheme the poly to Moana. So we're going to see Moana and Maui at the poly all the time. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think we'll see Chip and Dale. At the at Wilderness Lodge, a lot more. Well, you know, no, they live they live at Fort Wilderness because they have their their campfire. Oh, that's true. So you'd have to do. I mean, Snow White the Seven Dwarfs. I mean, they've already got Artist Point. Yeah, so weird. Because <laughs> because nothing makes more sense than some dwarfs and a princess at a film set, I believe, in Germany or another place in Europe. It's it's, it's Germany. Yeah. <laughs> in a nor in a uh, northwestern yeah. resort. Yeah. But you know. You know, that one time Snow White and Dopey hung out hung out in Greater Seattle. <laughs> um Oh, Michael Fernandez just hit the nail on the head. Bambi. 
Oh, Bambi nice. needs to be at Wilderness Lodge. Oh, yes. That'd be great. That would be great, and especially if I'm sitting there uh, gnawing down my, my venison. At, That's uh, ready to say. <laughs> How redneck do you let this get with Bambi, right? Like, <laughs> Is Bambi hanging above the fireplace there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't Actually, listen, it, it should be Bambi's mom. Oh, okay. See now that that's a little too far, dude. I you know, my dad was an avid hunter, so like, uh, like I grew up with that movie and watched it and going, good shot, you know, like that's <laughs> all the first time I saw that movie. <laughs> you better not miss. Yep. Um, uh, I could have hit that with an arrow. Um. <laughs> Can we can we talk Disney Plus now? I want to talk about the no, investors. There's, there's there's other news. Let's get to the news, the Disney news that people are listening to, and the then you and I can go nerd. Was so cool. There's two more big pieces, Dave, of Disney news that we need to get through, and then you can nerd out about how excited you are. Okay. Or how sad you are that the Hillary Duff remake is of Lizzie McGuire has been shelved. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, I know you're. I'm surprised you didn't. It's a good thing you didn't, or we probably wouldn't have been able to record tonight. I'd be crying. You'd be you'd be alone in your in the fetal <laughs> position in your office. Yeah. So uh, one of the big news is, that came out is Disney Parks blog yesterday announced um, that they're firing up the old water pageant coming back. I love uh, it, and and that that's been honestly one of the things that I was like, okay, like what do we spend 150 bucks in fuel and a you know, if that, and yeah. someone to drop to run a remote control. Yeah, I don't know why that one hadn't been back. Yeah, that was one of the weird ones. So that one's coming back, the water pageant, and I do like that one. Um, and it, I tell you where it really makes sense is for people who's you know, I, I know Logan went to a California Girl this weekend with his family, and he's like, you know, you do get to go see, uh, you know, you see the castle, but you don't get to see a lot of the benefits when you go to some of those restaurants, like right. seeing fireworks. Which did test again last night. Um, yeah, it was last night. Wasn't a it? lot more this time. I watched. Uh, you know, you're desperate for Disney, dude. When you're watching, you're watching influencers, and and it's not just us, dude. It's people who live there. Tim and Jen Tracker got a room at the dang um, Bay Lake Tower, so they could have fireworks view last night. And so, oh like, wow, good for them. Yeah, like m- most of the most of the people who I follow on social were in the cast parking lot watching them from behind. And they were firing a good bit of... It was a decent amount of fireworks. Now, let me ask you this. Is this because they have to, I guess, still practice, and they have all these backlog of fireworks they have to shoot off, or are they actually practicing? I I think you're going to start to see a lot of these things come back. Um, And I don't know if... you know. Obviously, they're doing some low-range ones. They've got to logistically figure out a way to do fireworks that's not crazy, right? Like, right. Um, and one like of the all- things they're going to do is they're going to have to do something that's not um, the current fireworks show. I don't know. Maybe Wishes? And I've said back. from the very beginning that they should bring back Wishes. Um, that that would be the easiest thing to do. Um, but see, here's the problem, though. Like, all of the hardcore Disney fans are going to plan. They're going to have to go see it, you know? Right. And so, um, but, you know, I mean, we're we're just 13, we're less than two weeks away from the return of park hopping. Uh, that's amazing. I can't which, wait. Which is huge news, which is, 
Um, a huge, 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 huge part of how we experience Disney. And I tell you, we really noticed it, especially when it came to dining, because, you know, we stayed in the boardwalk, at the boardwalk, and a lot of times we would go to have dinner at one of the Epcot restaurants. Yeah, you just and, hop on the, and when you, you walk over the gateway. And when you couldn't do that, because um, for us right now, the parks aren't an, all, aren't, aren't an all-day experience. They're a spend a few hours and take a longer, we are taking more breaks than normal. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, John Michael Sherman said they should bring back the X-wing drones again. Do it. Why not? Yeah. Speaking of too, they they're starting to bring the uh, harmonious barges. Yeah. At their the uh, the lagoon at Epcot. Oof. Man, I hope those fountains are awesome during the day because right now that thing they're is ugly. huge. It's sort of ugly. Well, so are they going to stay in the in the lagoon? Yeah, they're so gonna... it's not going to be like. Uh... Nope. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They announced they're going to make it a fountain. Well, they better do something. Because, dude, I mean, there's one. There's one more that's the same size as the one that's there. Right. And then there is um, a middle one. Um. That's that's there. Huh. So. Yeah. So, like, right. you got basically them a triple in size. So, with the return of park hopping, that brings us to some pretty big news. Again, that the Rise of the Resistance boarding group flow is going to work. It's changing again. It officially changes on December 20th. So, this week, um, that right now you have to... There's two queue opportunities currently right now at um, 7 a.m. if you have a park reservation. And 2 p.m., which is when... um, um, you can when, they do uh, when you can make the second queue, but because that's that's right right around the time park hopping is going to be activated, I think it's park hopping one or two, park hopping two. is two, so they don't want you park hopping and trying to get in the park at two, because that's chaos, right? So the right. only way you can get any park hop, any 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 rise is at the seven o'clock, and if you miss the seven o'clock before and you had a park reservation for Hollywood Studios that day, now that's I mean, this this current system is less than a month. Well, this current system is six weeks. It and it's working. And it, yes. So they're changing it again to make the adjustment for park hopping. Um, so you have to do it, which I think is fair. If you have a park reservation, you ought to get first dibs. Um, you ought to get first dibs on the opportunity to get a rise pass. Yeah. So... Honestly, comments here. I think you should do it when you make your park reservation, honestly. Yeah. In the comments here, uh, this answers a question. Michael Fernandez, my buddy got a boarding pass from down here in Miami at 7 a.m. So that begs the question. So you don't have to be anywhere near property if you have a park pass for that day. Yeah. Which that's, I think is a... fine because if I'm flying in that day. Yeah. You know, it's still possible. So technically, I could be here in Huntsville if if I had a park pass. Yeah. Don't say that too loudly, Dave, because I'm afraid a bunch of morons are going to get on there and start clogging up the park pass system just to I see if they can do it. I kind of want to try it. <laughs> well, here's the good news for for you is because because of the limited availability of park systems, I don't think you could. I doubt there's any availability for the next ten days. I can tell you right now, actually. Yeah, look I have at the availability to see when the next when's the next day 
short of like so this doesn't start to the 20th but after the 20th what's the next day that i could get in the hollywood studios as the 20th a, as a pass holder i can get in the 20th yep the 20th 21st 22nd and 23rd and then after that i can't christmas eve and christmas day have no availability actually no they do have availability i wonder if there's so much demand to be in the magic kingdom because it's the park that's the most Christmassy. Right. So the only park that has no availability on Eve and Christmas Day is Magic Kingdom. Okay. That's um, interesting. Yeah. So 27, 28, 29, 30, and 31, all are Magic Kingdom's closed. Do you have a gold or do you have a regular pass? I have oh. a regular pass right now. Okay. Yeah, so I have starting... a gold. So I'm, I'm, my blockout, I think, probably starts tomorrow or today i would guess yeah starting in march we went gold so yeah anyway good times well i think that does so here's what i think we should do just for show continuity can i uh, geek out now you can't geek out because we had a couple of questions and let's answer the questions and then we'll let people who listen to this in their podcast feed if they want to hear disney plus news and there's a ton of it and they want to hear two nerds talk about it they can do that but let's, you know. All right. Let's Here's the, the first. Ask me the, those if we had those questions. And, the, uh, yep. uh, and, this, and this Hollywood Studios one is one of the ones questions I actually wanted to talk about. So, All right. First question from Ben Harris. Ben. Why does, Dave have, yeah, why does Dave have to be on this show as well? He's on everything else I listen to. I need a break. Fair question. Hey. Next. What? Okay. You shouldn't have said fair question. Uh, Brad Toon, judging by the number of trip reports, I think I know Dave's answer. But most years, do you bank, borrow, or use the majority of your points? Said we typically have, we typically, with having a smaller contract, bank and stay at DVC every other year. I have not banked points since I think 2011. And I've banked over half of my contract this year. I've had my contract for six months now. Well, yeah. And I'm currently borrowing from 2022, I think. I'm normally borrowing borrowed out. I'm normally I'm normally draining my pre my next year. So which yeah. which brings us to a point that you and I have talked about on on top of the world. And if you don't if you don't subscribe today, if you listen to WW today and are DVC or thinking about being DVC, you should subscribe to our podcast. Um over the Even top if you're of the not DVC, we talk everything else Disney too. Yeah, so. we, we we nerd out on everything. We keep it mostly DVC. And other things that are related. Like um, DC Talk. Yeah, like DC Talk every now and then, because <laughs> why not? Uh, you know, what's interesting is is what that's going to mean when all of this, when some semblance of normal returns. And right. by semblance of normal, meaning one of the biggest reliefs on the, um, sorry Canadians, one of the biggest reliefs on the DVC availability system right now because I imagine what happened is somebody had some DVC points. I, I haven't talked to the tracker, so I don't know this. But somebody probably gifted them some points, went on there, and there was availability for this week. And there never is, right? And so right. there was probably some availability. There, There's going to be an availability and inventory problem at some point if these points keep stacking up. Now, people like me are kind of going... I, you know, I have access, thankfully, to Logan's Airbnb and other places to stay um, in tons of hotel points. 
So I lean towards maybe going and doing some Vero Beach stays and some Alani stays in the near future. Um, that would be fun. Yeah. I, I, eventually, I'm going to do that too. Um, Vero Beach Alani- dude is incredibly underrated as a D, as a as a DVC option, um, especially yeah. because it's a great way to pair a beach trip and a. Uh, um, and in a lot of ways a cultural expedition because vero beach is the very if if you were looking for the definition of any news story that starts off as florida man florida man i promise has a has a house a condo in vero beach (laughs) Uh, because all of the restaurants that i went to very like florida man was my waiter or or mrs florida man and so (laughs) i I Hmm. love that part of florida it was great it was real just good good old Bunch, bunch of good old boys going to the beach. I liked it. That's um, that's awesome. So, so yeah, I, we normally don't bank points, but we definitely did this year. Yeah, I I definitely don't. Well, so. you're still, it's still a shiny new toy. You 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 have you have free Disney hotel stays burning a hole in your pocket. Well, as we go at least twice a year anyway. Yeah. So. That's that's. I mean, there are years out of our vacation where we've gotten four to five trips out of our, um, you know, the number of we don't even have that many points, and depending on the year and the and the way we stay, we can squeak four to five, five night midweek trips uh, off. Of do our, you have? Do you have more points than I do? No, I have a few really? less than you do. Okay. And so, but like, but if you stay in studios and you stay in the studios that are nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen points, yeah. And you don't go Friday and Saturday nights, you know, and you go in September and you go in the first week of December. Now, they've changed the the use year a little bit around with DVC. Um, but, you know, the, those times of the year are always very um, point friendly, budget point That's friendly. That's true. And so those yeah. are the times of the year we love going. I love going the beginning of December. It's my favorite time to go. Oh, yeah, because it's still cool and you still get Christmas, but it's not rushy yeah yeah we've been there you can tell like like right now it's a good time to go um but you'll notice friday and saturday it starts to get like whoa yeah normal year like the friday and saturday before christmas Um, because i have a feeling it's going to get whoa this year too because people are starting to travel again yeah people are people have been cooped up they're ready to get out of dodge yeah and uh so yeah after thanksgiving till right before christmas I know we got one or two more questions. Let's get them in so we yeah, can get to this. We've actually just got one more. One more. This is a fun one. And this is the one you want. All right, Seth Willard. We're heading to Disney in January and plan to spend a, a park day at Hollywood Studios. Haven't been to the studio since Galaxy's Edge and Runaway Railway opened. Curious what your perfect day at Hollywood Studios would be. Food choices, rides, shows, if they were opened. Uh, I'm going to give you my perfect pandemic day. Perfect because he's going to go in January, so I'm going to tell him what I'm assuming he can do in January. Okay. My, there's a few things that are a little out of play that I think my perfect my perfect day would always end with the Star Wars fireworks. Yep. Because they're as much as I love the Magic Kingdom, there's something about the John Williams score and things exploding on the sky that just gets me. Um, so you're not a uh, uh, what's why is it escaping my head? What's the, the 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 water show there at Hollywood Studios? Hot garbage? 
Phantasmic. Yeah, yes. No, no. No, I do like... After you see Phantasmic at Disneyland, you'll never make the trek to the theater to see it again. Really? Okay. Because at Disneyland, it's on the rivers of America. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'll be honest, because this, this is a one percenter bougie answer. 90% of the time when we're at Disneyland, we're, we're there with one of our friends that we've gone to Club 33 with. And the day that we typically go to, they normally get us like, yes, they get us a hookup. And we literally have assigned seats, so we walk up five minutes before. But even if you can't do that, seeing Fantasmic on the streets of America, um, on the rivers of America, on the on the you know basically from New Orleans Square or from that area, there's really nothing better. Um, okay. And you're actually seeing the actual boats as the floats. Oh, that's cool. And you know and. Tom Sawyer Island is the show. The show yeah. is on Tom Sawyer Island versus some fake, you know, backside of water kind of. I don't yeah. know. It just, it has like, it just has a lot more energy. I don't, I don't love the show to start with because it's sort of like, a, there's not a whole lot of story to it. No, there's not. Yeah. Um, Let me throw as many characters as we can at you as, as fast as we can. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, Mickey's fighting a dragon for some reason in the middle of all of this. <laughs> it's not just a dragon. It's it's Maleficent. No, but it's, you know. Ooh, apparently uh, Amber Wickham doesn't agree with you. She says blasphemy. Blasphemy that it's better at. I think blasphemy that, sh that you don't like Fantasmic. McNair, McNair, and, uh, McNair has, and I have had way too many conversations about about this and when it was happened. I've just, I've never loved it. Um, the, I mean, literally, dude, if you sit in the back of the theater and you stand up, if you get as close, like the, the proximity that you're in the show is like a hundred yards difference. Yeah. You know, so that makes a huge difference. That's the best analogy of it. Would you rather insert your favorite, you know, I know you're a big Luke Bryan fan, right? Oh, please. <laughs> Would you, or, or my case, you too, right? Do you want to see you two from the front row or the nosebleeds in the worst seats behind some dude that didn't wear deodorant? You know, the Disney World version is kind of the back row. It's just not the best experience. And the and, and I know I know friends that are in that that were in that show. Um so and John Michael Sherman said anything is better than Rivers of Life. And uh, rest in peace. Um, you know that they're actually, they just came out with a new Rivers of Life magic band. Did they really? They did. Because the thing was probably made 18 months ago and manufactured yeah. in, in the system. So I don't know why they're selling it, though. I mean, that's one that I wouldn't even come close to selling. Or is, it in the, is it like for sale in the outlets or something? No, it's something you can buy when you're booking a resort. No for one's twenty dollars. No one's buying that. I know. I don't know why it's there. Yeah. So. You know what anyway. I will say about that show before we answer this question that we're avoiding, since you <laughs> since you went on this phantasmic rant, is I'm good at rants. What can I yeah, say? Yeah. The 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 reality, dude, is the that show. The best part of that show was the pre-show. Was when there was awakenings in the trees that you could hear. And you could hear little clips and see little things in the trees 
that were off in the distance. That was by far the best part of that show. You know, I think I missed that. Watch, go back and watch it online, and when you see it, like you see Simba running across, and you can hear him talking about, you you hear uh, Nala and Simba being chased, and gotcha, gotcha again. You had really? all of those moments that were in the pre-show, and it was just their shadows, and you'd hear Simba's laugh, or you'd hear Rafiki's sound. Um, yeah, I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, yeah, I you know. There was a lot about it that was great, and they just kept. It's what it's what it's what I don't want to happen to Epcot, and I fear it's going to in this change. Is when the budgets get cut, things just start getting chopped out of the middle, and then nothing makes sense. And that's what happened with that show. That show was like twenty-one minutes or nineteen minutes. Yeah. And they started like taking pieces out. They took the live actors out. They took two or three of the floats out, and now all of a sudden it's just some water and some floats going around. Hmm. For a very similar reason why Fantasmic isn't my favorite thing at Walt Disney World. So my perfect day at uh, Hollywood Studios Hollywood Studios is normally when I get to Hollywood Studios, um, I like to go ride Star Tours. I like to get at the park on the perfect day. You asked me the perfect day. I like to make a fast pass for 11 a.m. And I go ride Star Tours and then I have at 11.30... Uh, 11.30 reservation the second they open, and I go eat at uh, Primetime Cafe. Yep. Because um, that the, the perfect day at Hollywood Studios without Primetime prime Cafe and a peanut butter and jelly milkshake is not a thing. So I thought you would say sci-fi. Dude, sci-fi... <laughs> sci-fi... What I, sci what I wish they would do with sci-fi is box the whole thing up Send it west and put it in Cars Land and put old movies in it and put the the same food that they serve at the quick service in there inside there. And it'd be, it would hands down be my, one of my favorite restaurants ever. But the food at Sci Fi, the last couple of times I've been, and I've been probably 15 times to try to give it another shot because it's so cool. Um, it really is. I've not had a decent meal in there ever. My last meal was probably my last. Yeah. And so. And obviously, the first time you go to that thing, you're just like enamored by it. Um, but it's yeah. a hard reservation to get. Um, and also, you know what makes it even worse is my one of my favorite things that was over there was the little writer shop that was kind of their 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 lobby. Um, it's where you used to get the carrot cake cookie. Now they moved the carrot cake cookie, but it was a little coffee shop. It was it was it was you could get a, you could get a, you get a latte there years ago before Joffrey's was a thing before there was Starbucks. And it was one of those things that kind of fell. It was just, it was my favorite little like magical place to hang. Yeah. Um, so after lunch at prime time, um, if I'm planning a perfect day, I would have a fast pass, which I currently don't have an option of. Um, I would go to, um, I'd probably go ride the railway because I do really like that ride. It is uh, a good ride. It is a good ride. It's fun. It's a good attraction. I would go over there, ride that sucker, um, and then hopefully right after that ride was over, I would my, my boarding group would be called, and we would go spend a few hours in Galaxy's Edge. Go rise the, go, go rise the resistance. I'd hopefully have a chance to get a picture taken with Chewie running around out there on a perfect day, um, even if it was from a distance. And then I would probably go fly the Falcon... 
Keep talking. And then uh, Dave forgets he's on camera. Um, and then we would go. We would go probably to Toy Story Land, and I would go have an adult lemonade at at Mickey's uh, at Mickey's uh, or to- Woody's lunchbox. We would not ride the alien space saucers. Alien saucer swirl. Whatever that thing is. Um, we would not ride that. We would, we, we would ride um, Slinky Dog because it is fantastic. And then we would probably, um, depending on the day, I, because I, a lot of the times when I go to the parks, I'm taking people with McNair. So we typically ride Tower of Terror. So I'm kind of like, I don't have to do that on my perfect day. Because it's right. one of those rides that's like I, I like it. I love the I love the theming and the whole thing of it. The ride's not always something you want to do after you've had food. That's very true. So, if I know I'm going to ride that, I typically do that first. Um, because you don't want a whole fried chicken and a peanut butter milk jelly milkshake bouncing up and down on that ride. Ooh, uh-oh. Uh, and then and then you know I, I definitely want to go. Uh, I want to go dream on, man. I want oh, to go. Ride that. I want to go. I want to go rock with the eighties rockers um, before that becomes a Monsters Inc. ride. Um, it and, better not. It better not. Dude, that whole that whole thing's gonna get blown out. Mermaid, all of that stuff's don't, going out. Don't you say it. Don't uh, you say my favorite. One of my favorite places. Launch Bay. Just cl- no. They're probably it's probably empty in there now. They're probably taking all the stuff out now. And we just haven't. They haven't told anybody because it's closed. I know. Yeah. So that's that. That would probably be my, you know, <clears throat> you know, I I like that the shows are there. If the if it was a perfect day, I'd love to hang out and watch some of this. Hang out with some of the Street and Sphere characters. Um, if if we were staying till fireworks, I'd love to have dinner at um, at at um, the Brown Derby. Get you a cop salad. Yeah. And so you could you could switch that and make that lunch. Um but I do like the cob. Um and I think that would probably be and then we'd go stand and watch the show that comes on before the, the Star Wars fireworks. Like the movies projection show. I forget what that's called. Yeah. Um But I'll be honest, like we haven't stayed in a park that long in a long time. Because we like to hop, and we like to kind of spread it out over a few days. Um, you, you've not hit on two of the most important things to do at Hollywood Studios. I'm trying to think what I mean. Obviously, in there, dude, we've 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 stopped at the shops, and you have to go build a lightsaber. Well, it's a perfect day. On a perfect day, I'm not going to make two hundred dollars just disappear. <laughs> That's not disappearing, man. That's look. If you're a Star Wars fan. That is an experience you have to do. Luckily, um, the first time Logan went to go do that, he w- he did it with Riker. Yeah. And so, like, Riker got it, and then Logan was like, well, if Riker has a sword, I should have a sword. Because I'm a grown man. So I went as his guest the next time and watched him build a sword, and I kind of got the experience. And was like, yeah, I checked the box. I'm good. I don't need yeah. to go again. I need another one now, though. I've got two and two hanging up over here. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the one I built, and I've got Darth Vader's. I need to go build some more. Yeah. What's the What's the other thing that I've left off? You didn't mention Launch Bay. I do. Uh, oh yeah, 
And, and Amber said sword. It's not a sword, sir. It's a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, but launch bay, you get to go meet Kylo. You get to go meet BB-8. You meet Darth Vader. You get to meet uh, Chewbacca. Uh, needless to say, I'm a Star Wars geek. I am too, but I'll be honest. That BB-8 sitting on a coffee table meet and greet it's is stupid. one of the weirder ones. It is, but my kids love it. You know what? Here, here I go. I oh, miss Lord. the Jawas. I miss they, yeah, where they were just walking around the. Launch I miss bay. like OG launch bay. Um, yeah. Now, if you were telling me what your and this is where I'll, this is where I'll get my full on Star Wars fandom, and I think that's what needs to happen in the near future post pandemic. If I had a wish, when you used to go there during Star Wars weekends. And there were Star Wars characters all throughout the parks. Um, I want that Galaxy's Edge. Yep. I want. I want to be in. The, I want to be in the queue, and waiting to ride the attraction and be like, "Why is there a Wookiee on this ride with us?" You know, I want to. I want to see droids. I want to see. Um... They had R two D two roaming around. I think at Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, we need to see that at Disney World. You, you, the, the Ewoks were always roaming during Hollywood Studios, Star Wars Weekends. Yep. The uh, Cantina Band themselves was always around. Um, oh, we got Rex, man. We got DJ Rex. We're okay. No, but dude, just seeing the original band roaming around, and you could, that was a photo op. You could like join yep. the band. It was always just two of them. Because I have a picture of my little brother, his freshman year in high school, with us at a Star Wars Weekend, with us with the Cantina Band. Um, no, Andy is not showing. And I do like that show. That's always a fun a fun like show. Um, I don't know that I've seen Indy in 20 years, but dude, I guarantee you when it comes back, you'll sit down and go enjoy every second of it. Oh, I know I will. Yeah. But yeah. Especially since they're making an Indy five. Yeah. And here's where, you, you know, you and I've talked about the magic and things disappearing, you know, the bummer right now, man, is like those things, like those things that normally like eat a lot of people. Yeah, Exactly. So, well, I think I told my day and then you told me the two things that you'd go do. That's kind of the idea. When you talk about the ideal day at Hollywood Studios, there's still not that much to do there. Um, I guess on, on, on my previous days, we I always went in Little Mermaid and took a nap. Yeah. Because there's something about the, the, the sound of rainfall and um, a, a slightly cool and warm theater. Yeah. You know what? You know, and, let me actually add this to my list, and then we can go on to like we can go nerd on we can nerd out on Disney Plus. Um, and this actually kind of brings goes into a lot of the things I like about Disney Plus is one man's dream. As a fan of Walt Disney, it, if it's open, I like to go and 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 especially like I just watched the uh, there was a special that I shared uh, that I shared it in the Top of the World group that if you if you guys listen, um, Blue Milk John Sherman over Green uh, both. Both mix them. Ugh. Um, the yin and the yang, like that should be called something. It's actually really good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's an acquired taste. Definitely not green by itself, though. Yeah, green by itself's not not tasty. Uh, but back in the day, you used to be able to go Walt before they restored Walt's desk. It was in Hollywood Studios. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Walt's office was in Hollywood Studios for at least five or seven years. I have a ton of pictures. Um, that kind of used to be a sacred spot for me. I would go to the writer's lounge and then I'd walk over to one man's dream and kind of just hang out for a while. And Walt's desk kind of looking at it and just imagine all the things that like happened there. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I always love that. I love looking at the Roy speech, you know, watching the old cooler heads prevailed. I don't think that's, I think that's actually out. No, it's the, uh, they took some of that out when they put in the Galaxy's Edge models. Um, cause they kind of re re refurb to that. And I think, I, I think that's going to, um, it should, well, you're wrong. Well, no, one man's dream should stay, but it should stay one man's dream. Yeah. It should, they shouldn't bring in what's coming to the parks. What's yeah. doing. Yeah. It should be Walt's dream. I actually think it should be the cue to Mickey's runaway railway is what I think it should be. That's not a bad idea. That's what I thought they were going to do is make that the history, at the very least, the history of animation. Yeah. Because originally that was that, well, that was one of the ideas for that ride. It was going to be the history of animation. And then you were going to go, like, help Walt draw. Like That would be cool. I would. And, and there's been some, like, the, the kind of, there's, if you blink on that ride and don't pay attention to all the narratives, it's very confusing what's happening on that ride sometimes. When oh, it comes yes. to story. Um but you need that you need that that pre-show to kind of preface bring it, it in yeah. preface it because if you have that pre-show it's not confusing. Now I will say this if you're riding that ride we've said this on the show before you should get on the you should get on YouTube and watch the pre-show movie the way that it is while you're in the queue or right before you go ride the ride. It makes sense. Because it, right now it does not make sense how it's currently being um, done. Nope. All right, Dave. Nothing can stop us now. You're you've been waiting for this moment. This show's going to go a little long. I have been, but let's try to go through. Do you want to go through everything that's coming out to Disney? Let's Plus? try to go quickly. Well, there's Disney. Okay. It's not just Disney Plus, right? It's, yeah, it's everything. It's everything Disney is going to be creating, basically, for the next two years. Yep. Um, and Disney uh, definitely. I'll say this: if you don't know what happened, Disney had an investor call. Last week, and Disney basically said, "Netflix, we coming for you." And um, your Disney stock went up exponentially. Yes, Disney said, "We are still in the content creation game. We are not going to be, um, you know, phased by this." Um, I'm also looking at the Thor new movie coming out, the Thor Love and Thunder. And if you look at the logo, and then go look at like a logo for the Thundercats logo back in the day. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, okay, is there a Thundercats Thor crossover coming? I'd watch that. Anyways. I would totally watch it. <laughs> That's been what's kind of fun about this. There's been a lot of fan things yep. that have that have like, especially around the Star Wars stuff of like stuff that's not happening that you kind of would. It's like Watto gets a show. I'd watch Watto's show. I um, don't know if I'd watch Watto. Uh, anyway. I'd watch like a little shorts version of it. You know, they yeah. have those little things on there. They're like seven or eight minutes. The Forky uh, asked a question. What about Watto explains something? I don't yeah, know. like well, that's uh, that's the Jeff, that's the Jeff Goldblum show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take Je get rid of Jeff Goldblum. Put Watto in. Same show. There you go. There you go. All, All right, right. So the biggest. The so other we're, thing we're on, we're on we're using. If you want to go look and follow along at home, we're we're going through um, d23.com. Yep. I still don't a hundred percent understand what the star thing is. I don't either, but I believe that it is Disney Plus in Indonesia and India. No, it's what it is. Is it's what are they going to do? I've seen I've seen explanations of how it's coming everywhere, and I think in some way it's going to come to the United States. I didn't quite. They weren't really clear about this, and even this article on D twenty three. 
it's, it's essentially what are they doing with all of the content that's not PG thirteen or lower? What are they doing all with all Fox. these Fox? What about all right. this Fox content they have? That's where that's gonna go. Yep. All right. So television studios for Disney Plus. This these are coming to Disney Plus. Let's go through them yep. really quick. Beauty and the Beast prequel. So Josh Gad and Luke Evans are coming back, uh, and so it'll basically be the adventures of Gaston and LeFou. Yep. With music by Alan Menken, which is what got me. I am here for it. Yeah. Uh, reimagining the Swiss Family Robinson classic. Eh. Sure. It looked fun. Um, the imagery looked fun. Yep. Um, Additionally, the studios developed Percy Jackson and the Olympians based on the best-selling book series. Okay. Okay. Congratulations. Yep. And some of this is generational. If we were those... If I was a 12-year-old boy, I might be really excited about Percy Jackson, The Olympics, and I read the book. I've not read the books. Um, the, this, next right. one, this next one really got me. And maybe that's Mighty just Ducks Game Changer. Yes, and it very much has this, like... Um, they showed a huge, a long preview of it. It very much has this, like... Um, it's almost like the soccer moms or the hockey moms. And if you've, if you've known a hockey mom, they're no joke. No, they're not. Um, shout out to uh, Bart, Scott. Bart Scott, Bart Scott, and Wendy Scott. Uh, I think it's Bart's wife's name. Um, he's practically yeah, my neighbor. Um, but uh, there's just, there's just, it has this like we're we're we're, we're revolting on like youth league hockey. Yep. Um, Picks so up excited. immediately where the films left off. Emilio Estevez is coming back. Um, that's exciting. Yep. Um, A remake of Turner and Hooch. I'm okay. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Turner and Hooch was amazing, and yeah. I think it should stay there. But we'll see what it goes. Uh, Big Shots, a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball, starring John Stamos. I'm here for it, dude. You had me at John Stamos, <laughs> right? Uh, the Mysterious Benedict Society, based on the international best-selling book series. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it looks sure. Why not? But big shot, dude. I'm I'm uncomfortably excited for a John Stamos as a girls <laughs> basketball coach. Uh, I'm really I'm geeked out about that. So, um, uh, there's a whole section on uh, National Geographic. Cool. Moving on. No, 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 no. Let me stop. Actually, there's one of these that I was really excited. Two of these that I was really excited about. Okay. Um, no, there's some really cool stuff. Limitless uh, with Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Uh, Hemsworth, welcome to the Earth. Welcome to Earth with Will Smith looks fantastic. Limitless nice. with Chris Hemsworth is basically Chris Hemsworth said, "I'm going to push my body and see what happens." Um, Will Smith is basically like, "Let's go try to dive in a volcano," and then the volcano starts going off. Um, and that's totally Will Smith. Yeah, and so I'm I'm into it. I'm super excited about. Um, I I I don't understand. I couldn't find it when I looked on Disney Plus. Um, genius. Um, the series. I've not seen it. It sounds amazing. Um, and actually, Disney Plus, there was two or three other things. There was a bunch of things that were coming on Genius. Yeah. Martin Luther uh, King I, was one of the things. Yeah, a, a documentary film series on Casto. Yeah, oh, yeah, Cousteau, Jack Cousteau. Yeah, that Jacques looks amazing. Um, yeah. Secrets of Wales. A, a, a America the Beautiful about, about like the parks. About, Secrets like, of Wales. If they don't have Ellen DeGeneres narrating this in whale speak, hello, Mr. Whale, they have missed the boat. 
And the one that I I got I kind of giggled like a little girl about, maybe because I've watched Bugs Life so many times with my little brother when he was a kid. Uh, that was like one of the Pixar movies that I've seen. It's probably the only movie that I haven't seen as many times as I've seen Lion King. Uh, but they're doing a real Bugs Life where they found like these special cameras that where you see like in the perspective of Bugs. Um, That's kind of cool. So that I, I'm I'm uh, I'm super um, excited about that. I guess as I read this more, it sounds like Hulu is going to play more of the role of the content Star. that Star would have. Yeah. Because um, one of the big news is, is the Kardashians are coming, which is strange. Um, Why? We don't necessarily need to. Um, I don't think we need to cover this. I'm not. No. Um, um, the next one, though. Walt Disney Studio content. Yeah, let's get there. Lucasfilm. Nobody- Nobody, nobody really is. Nobody wants to talk about. Um, um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, great show. But anyway, Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. Here, Here we go. Saddle up, kids. This is where Obi-Wan it gets good. Kenobi, starring Ewan McGregor, and I am ecstatic because I have always been a Hayden Christensen fan. Yeah, and Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Heck, yeah. The, two, sure. the series will be set in the Mandalorian era. That's awesome. We're going to have Rangers of the New Republic. No, and, these these two series, not that's right, that's right. Obi-Wan, that's right. that's but right. Rangers of the New Republic and Ashoka. And are, Ahsoka. And Ahsoka are both Favreau and Filoni. Uh, and a rumor I have heard is that Ahsoka will be hunting after Grand Admiral Thrawn, and Thrawn will be played by Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't even know what you're saying. Okay. Sorry. I geeked out for a is second. This, is this from one of the animated? No, this... So Thrawn is a book, and yes, it is animated, but that... It, it, trust me. Awesome. Yep. It, it's it's where it needs to go. Yes. So, oh, Sean Michael Sherman. So, wait. Kim is a Disney princess now. What? No, but he did say that Filoni. If he said Filoni has saved Star Wars, I think John Michael Sherman is the only person still watching this. This us us yeah, live. It's fine. And, it's fine. And, and we got nine people watching. Hey, um, you know it's it's ten o'clock at night. Yeah, people on the east. People, 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 people are in bed on the east coast. People be sleeping. People and we in got the, in, in, in Central Time are sleeping. Not you and I, because we're telling you right now. If you didn't hear, then Warwick Davis. Your favorite Ewok is coming back as Willow. As Willow. Yeah. Yep. But we're not done with Star Wars. No, we're not done. Andor, uh, Star Wars, The Bad Bunch, Star Wars Visions, a series about Lando Calrissian. Oh, dude, please let that be. Um, it has to be Glover. Please. It has to be Donald Glover. The Acolyte and a Droid Story. That sounds awesome. Yeah, sure. Uh, we also get Rogue Squadron, which will be directed by Patty Jenkins, who is the director of Wonder Woman. I'm excited about a, that. Her I, her I, little preview section um, of her walking down the runway, about to fly a plane and putting on the on the on the helmet, you know, and oh man, that that yep. that preview got me. So we I'm get excited. a new Indiana Jones, which is coming from Lucas Films, which is a little. Um, I mean, they did the original one. It was Lucas and Spielberg. Okay, makes sense. There you go. 
Makes sense. We get something called The Children of Blood and Bone, based on a novel. Uh, then we also get Hocus Pocus 2. I am totally here for that. Yeah. We and get the, a, that's coming to Disney Plus. Yep. A reboot of Three Men and a Baby starring Zach Afron. Makes sense. Yep. A new Cheaper by the Dozen. A new Sister Act starring Whoopi Goldberg. Here's what I'm excited about. Produced by Tyler Perry. Yep. So oh, could we wait, possibly get could we possibly get Medea in the choir? Oh please. For the love of all things holy. Um but but wait, there's more. A live action Chippendale Rescue Rangers. With Andy Sandberg and John Mulaney. And John Mulaney. I'm totally here for this. Yeah. Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks. So Tom Hanks will probably be Geppetto. Yep. And and directed by Robert Zemeckis. And I know yep. this is this is a not popular opinion. Apparently, I've learned this this week. But I absolutely adore and love Polar Express. It's one of the one of the best animated films. There are people that don't like it. People that like the animation's creepy. It is a little creepy, but it's still a great movie because it's real. Because it looks like it yeah, was, it was one of the first things we saw where animation you had to remind real. yourself that this wasn't real, like right. that what you were seeing. Um, so yeah, yep. um, I'm excited Peter about that. Pan, and yep, I think Peter if you Pan think of Pinocchio Wimpy? looking like Polar Express, I am here for that. Yes, I definitely. Hope, I hope that happens because visually, that sounds amazing. And these are coming to Disney Plus, man. This isn't coming um, to theaters. I yeah. mean, it could, but it, it could. It, um, it'll still go to Disney Plus. Peter Pan and Wendy, starring Jude Law as Captain Hook. Come on with it. Disenchanted. A sequel to Enchanted. Amy Adams is coming back. Yep. Greek Freak about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes, I can say the name. Um, The Ice Age, Adventures of Buck Wild. Yeah, so Buck Wild, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and A Night at the Museum film animated. That's kind of fun. That'll be great. And then you have the slot of the feature films. Yep. Three of which we knew about. Four of which I didn't know. Yep. Um, we knew about Jungle Cruise, obviously The Rock, Cruella with uh, oh, Emma Adams or Emma Stone. We want the redhead Emma Stone is playing. Yep. Um, Cruella. Um, the we Little Mermaid live action, and then, and a, then prequel a prequel to The Lion King. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Now, here's I the deal. Like the, here's here's I didn't like the live action. Here's Lion the King. honest truth. After watching The Lion King, um. I saw that lot. I guess that came out last July, right? Yeah. Um, I took. I made a big deal about it. My little brother. My little brother had to come to town for it. McNair and I went. We all went, and it was literally probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in the theater. Because, um, you know, like we don't have a large family, but when there's like when you have a whole row in the theater, and it's like you look down, and it's like, I think I bought everybody's movie tickets that day, so it's like a hundred dollar afternoon for me, and I dropped a hundred bucks on taking the whole like you know all of us to the movies and just kind of went, I kind of want my money back. Right. Um, like I kind of want John Favreau to never do anything again in his life. And, and, Except for Mandalorian. But that was before Mandalorian. And so when Mandalorian came out, dude, I had really low expectations last year. Um, my, my John Favreau opinion was based on, was 
was was based on the Lion King, and that was not that was not that was not a pleasant experience. Um, so I I'm glad that's not come. I I wonder if that'll be if that'll actually make it to the theaters, or if that'll go to Disney Plus too. That'll probably be a Disney Plus. And dude, who but- knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going to come around um, with the Rona and in how the movie theaters. Now, one of the interesting things was announced, Dave, was Walt Disney Animation Studios, their next movie, which is coming out in March of 2021, Raya and the Last Dragon, is coming out through Disney Plus and through theaters. But it's not coming out like Soul that's coming out next week for free. It's going to have premiere access at $29.99. Yep. Which um, I'm glad I didn't do that for uh, our Mulan. I have not. I have not seen it. Good uh, movie, but it's not the Mulan that you know. Yeah, I haven't seen. I've seen Black Beauty. Um, I want to see the Zach Zobiak movie Clouds. Yeah, um, I know what's here. Is the tear trigger? I, I know the story, and I, 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 I've met. I think I've met Zach's mom at something a couple years ago. I've read the book. Um, yeah was super inspired like about that story but i'm just i haven't been emotionally in a state to put myself through watching that movie um, understand i totally so, get it um so yeah that's what's coming out and then disney animation announced um encanto which is a new uh lin-manuel um miranda who's apparently there was a few names that just kept coming up there was one actress they kept coming up in like every movie. It's like, did they just buy them? <laughs> Have we apparently? Bought... Did Disney buy Lin Manuel Miranda? Was he for sale? I, I um, think so because we're going to have In the Heights and yeah. Encanto, and we've already got all the other stuff. There's so. another one he's doing too. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. You know, so Encanto takes you to Colombia, a magical family within a magical home, directed by Brian Howard, Jerry Bush. Um, yeah. The the person that's like doing the movie is supposed to be, and then we hear about. Uh, all of these kind of little um, animated series that are coming. Baymax, Zootopia Plus, Tiana, Moana, and then the Iwani. And they're going to be like, they're the first ever Walt Disney Animation Studios produced animated series. I, I get the vibe that they're going to be like 23 minutes long, like a DuckTales would kind of thing. Yeah. In that kind of range. Um, so... That sounds fun. Yep. We got a new Pixar movie, Turning Red. Nope, but yeah, to Turning Red. We're excited about that. Which mm-hmm. looks um No, you have you have one. We gotta talk about Lightyear too. There's another one on the list too that I don't remember. Win or lose. I don't know about that one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That is a Pixar is doing a in twenty twenty three. That's the long one of the longest range things they talked about. Pixar's doing an animation series for Disney Plus about a middle school softball team. Um, okay, and each episode is told from a, a different character. And then oh, the that's kind of cool. The thing that honestly this this may have trumped everything else they announced for me, and you may disagree with me, but it's the thing I got the most excited about. Um, and oh, and the in the the Turning Red is produced by Dom Nishi. Who did the um, the Pixar short bow? That's a tearjerker. Exactly. So, like, I think we're up for that. Um, but, dude, I am ridiculous. I am. I am. I am freaking out. I freaked out over this one. 
speaking of middle school girl, um, but light year, but but over light year, which is going to star Chris Evans actually as Buzz Lightyear, not the cartoon, but like this is the this is the real person. See, so, I wish that that was Tim Allen. Well, sure, but this is. But this is the origin story of the real person, as I understand it. That's what I've heard, too. But still, it should be Tim Allen. Yeah. But I think it's going to be great. I'll be watching it but, anyway. But what the good news that this might do for you, as is Tim Allen and Buzz, you know, this potentially gives us somebody else in the pipeline if they want to continue to tell Toy Story stories later. They don't need to, though. Yeah, they, but... They've, I, they, the good news for me, which is something we haven't seen in a long time from Disney and Pixar, is new content. Not sequels or prequels or... Although the thing that I'm... See, that in, in their defense, the thing I'm most excited about is a prequel, right? Right. Um, and so... So, yeah, there's a couple... There's a, they talked about Luca, um, which I'm excited about that. That's going to be fun. That's coming to theaters in June of 2021. Um, and then there's two. There's a bunch of anim, animated series, which if you haven't seen Inside Pixar, that's fun. Um, there's a new Up spinoff called Doug Days. Yeah, and these are shorts. These are little, like seven or eight minutes, from my understanding. A lot of these will be short little, you know, Pixar popcorn car. There's a Cards one. Um, those yeah. look fun. Um, and I wish Matt Lott was here because I know he geeked out over this one. But there is a ton of Marvel stuff coming. I was going to say, and you thought they were done. Oh, but no. Marvel. A new Blade series. A new Doctor Strange series. Eternals. Hawkeye. The Loki series. If you haven't watched that trailer, oh my gosh. And we saw a, an expanded trailer for WandaVision. Yep, um, that looked great. Which looks uh, super weird, but super exciting. I'm, I'm excited yep. for it. Um, the it new like Thor, like fun. we talked about. Yep. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which, eh, I'm not excited about that one. What if, you know, what if Betty Carter didn't, or Betsy Carter didn't leave Captain America? Yeah. What if they had that dance then? They, they run through that scenario. That and those are animated, and I'm excited about that. Yep. I'll tell you the one that I'm kind of giddy for, I'll be honest, is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That one, I'm excited about the new Fantastic Four. Yes. That was they're, kind of the one more thing. Yep, they are finally back with Disney and with the Marvel, Marvel. Yep. universe. So that'll be fun. Yep, um, and and the I Am Groot series. Let's be honest, that's gonna be awesome too. Yeah, or is, or is it just Vin Diesel saying I Am Groot the whole time? Uh, uh, okay, I, I'm I'm still gonna watch it. Yep, but and, and then we have to talk about. Well, we don't have to talk about it. We'll just say, hey, it happened. ESPN announced that the SEC is coming home to the ESPN. Oh, ESPN, ESPN now has the universal rights starting in 2024 to the SEC uh, to to show their games. Yeah, and if, taking that away from CBS. And if you don't know anything about Dave Adams, you'll know he is an alumnus. What of, am I wearing right now? Of, so yeah. <laughs> Of uh, the Crimson Tide, which interesting, I, uh, you know, Will 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 went to Auburn. Um, yep, Logan is a a tried and true Georgia Bulldog, and I grew up in Northern Virginia and didn't go to a a college that had a football team. 
Where um, did you go to school? I I went to a I went to a Bible college and then I went to a community college. So like neither one of those. Oh, okay. uh, we were kind of tied to George Mason University, which yeah. kind of had it kind of has a football team now. Um, sort of, not yeah, really. like, um, but yeah, we we uh, and and what's interesting about the SEC man is like it is it is it is culture here. Yep. Um, like, I never even knew foot. I never noticed football was on on Saturdays growing up. Like, it's life for you, dude. Like. I don't know. I'd say life, but it's it's what's on my TV. Your conversation at least three days a week during the during at least six months of the year is consumed by all things Alabama football. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alabama's not known for much of a basketball program, so that clears up how they're happy no. here. <laughs> no. But if you have friends from Kentucky who are listeners, that's all they talk about ever because they don't want to admit they have a football program. So there's a joke in Alabama. You know, for some reason, diehard Alabama fans are called gumps. You know, we gump hard over things. They're, they're, for those Alabama fans that just follow football, they're called fogs. Football-only gumps. Okay. And so I know a lot of fogs around here. I, and I don't even know what you just said, but I believe <laughs> you. Um, but if you can't tell, um, Disney magic is in full effect. The Walt Disney Company is creating more IP that I guarantee you is coming to a theme park near you. Heck um, yeah. I think that's going to be the, the post-pandemic um, proclamation from the Walt Disney Company. Um, breaking news in the last couple of days has actually been, um, you know, Bob Iger is positioning for a um, ambassadorship in the China. next administ- administration. And it makes sense. I mean, send them to China. I mean, he's probably done more deals with China than I want. I won't insert... I won't insert any political commentary here right now. I'll save that for another time. Uh, yep. But yeah, I mean, the Disney company has collaborated and pulled off something amazing with, with Shanghai, a very special theme park. And um, yeah, I mean, best of luck to him. Um, I hope this Take only gets... Take with you. I only hope this gets us to the, of the day when Josh tomorrow is running the whole thing. Uh, or at least let him run parks and leave him alone. Um, but yeah, man, excited about excited about all of this content. Obviously, coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, I wish it looks, you know, one of the things that happened kind of after Mando last year, people are like, eh, you know, I'll let it go. But now, you know, I'm never leaving Disney Plus yeah. now. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I locked in at the, oh, and it's going up a dollar. Um, so what? Yeah, but so I, what? I, I locked in, you Worth know, it. at the at the three year price paid for it. Um, I feel like I, I, I feel like I'm already uh, I'm already twenty five dollars up on that investment. So I'm feeling good about it. Um, honestly, what I paid for all three years, I felt like I got my value out of the first season of Mandalorian. Um, and, um, the Imagineering story. We finally get our Star Wars that we've been dying for. Yeah. Good. And and you're right. Good commentary from our good buddy, Brad Toon says, uh, can Iger get uh, Disneyland open before he leaves? And, uh, (laughs) why do you think if you missed it kind of in the pre-show, I held up my Costco purchase of the Disneyland um, book that Costco is selling right now for thirty nine dollars um, because I can't go to Disneyland, um, so I have to read a book about it. And uh, I've never been to Disneyland. Well, dude, one of the things you and I will do when California reopens in twenty twenty seven is we'll take a trip to Disneyland. Um, Heck, at this point, I'd go to Potato Land. Exactly. John Michael Sherman just asked, "Do you think we'll ever see Grogu 
or a Mandalorian in a theme park? I, I, I'm assuming this is a rhetorical question. Because I think anything that Disney is creating right now is coming... We'll see in a theme park. Yep. I think Disney has finally realized... I mean, if you think about it, how long did it take to get a Little Mermaid attraction in a theme park? Oh, forever. Yeah. New Fantasyland. I mean, Frozen was the first time when they were like, oh, this movie made a gajillion dollars. Um, so I, I would love, there would be nothing more amazing than to see some of these experiences, especially on things like Zootopia, that are immersive yeah. experiences that lend themselves to be able to go to the movies and know it's coming. Look, I, I know that there are purists that, that are bemoaning the day that IPs go into Epcot. But I am here for it. And in fact, I think we need to have Coco at Mexico. We've already got Frozen at Norway. Let's put Mulan at China. Snow White at, at Germany. I, I don't know what you do in Italy. Uh, but let's put all of these princesses and all these Disney IPs at Epcot. I'd be I'd be excited if they just put attractions at some of these pavilions. I well, I agree. I agree. You know, and so and I'm excited. I'm excited about Ratatouille. I mean, I think what we're we're going to see in 2021. Let's let's kind of wrap up with this thought: is we are going to see, you know, some of the things that we were hoping for, even things that we were promised in 2020. Obviously, are still coming. Um, you know, and and a lot of those are IP based, and I'm excited about them because that's what fans want. Fans right. want to go and experience. And I and I and I think what you one of the interesting things that not everybody probably caught, um is what I think you're seeing from the new generation of the Disney company. Um, and this is such a goofy, like, film word. Um, but you're starting to tru truly see corporate synergy. Uh, one of the real things, the real announcement that they made is they're consolidating basically to entertainment and parks and experiences. Right? There's essentially two yeah. halves of the coin. It's the stuff That's what we it's make. always been. But, it, but it's always been like 77 divisions. But it shouldn't be. Right. We've had this discussion many, many times. Disney's right hand doesn't know what their left hand is doing. But if you see this, that synergy looks like it's going to be fitting. Yeah. So, uh, Jeffrey Pence, we'll end on this. Do you like how Galaxy's Edge is themed to a time period when the classic Star Wars characters don't fit? So no meets with Vader or Fett. That's why you have the launch bay. Well, here's what I here's what I think here's what I think you need to remember about Jeff Jeffrey about Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge is a canvas, not a place. Mm, it is a place. Okay, it's Batu. It's Batu, but it's really an outpost, right? And Disney Imagineering, moving forward in the future, can do anything. All they need to do is put a line in between Batu and uh, I don't I don't know what the third attraction is going to be. But it's not that hard to in between before you get to Batu to put to move Vader and Fett and put them in somewhere that's not Launch Bay. Because remember, Launch Bay is just a placeholder for what used to be the East Coast division of animation. That's true. You know, and so Launch Bay is literally just filling where you go. If you've heard Tom or Tony Bancroft on the show before or any of those other guys that made those movies that you grew up loving, where you stand to meet... That was Tom Bancroft's desk, was where you stand to meet Vader in that area. Like, that was where the animators sat, that section. And so, like, 
you know, it makes sense to, it makes sense to know that like, like that area is going to move. And I, and I, and I think you're, I mean, obviously Batu is a destination, but it's meant to be like an outpost. It's positioned that you never know who could land there. Now, currently the narrative is set in a story or time. Um, but it's not that hard. It's not that hard to squeeze in another story around it. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it's. I guess what I'm getting at is it's not canon. They intentionally didn't do Batu. I mean, they didn't do. What they did Batu, not um, Tatooine, Tatooine, or, or you know. And so, um, you know, I think that there's going to be, you know, yeah. And someone just said good, goodbye Muppets. Yes, I think you're going to see. Obviously, you need to try. You need to tie Star Tours to Galaxy's Edge, anyways. So. Um, and there's space. If you look, go look at an aerial map at both parks. Yeah, space. I see what you did yeah. there. Um, now, if if you were gonna make my if you were gonna make my Disney heart the happiest, if we could have a what what the world really deserves, and I just saw some memes with it this week, so maybe maybe the maybe the universe will make it happen. But I'd love to see a pigs in space. Um, oh man, because my favorite pigs in space ever was when. Was when Piggy and um, Luke Skywalker were were in Pigs in Space. It was one okay, of the greatest well. moments of my childhood. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe that tells you how great my childhood was. Maybe it tells you how the bar is. But uh, well, guys, this has been like an an hour and twenty minute show. Uh, this has been fun. It's uh, it it's been fun to give you guys a show and let Dave let Dave take up a little bit of the WDW today feed and let you guys just experience just something fun. Um, Logan's at the parks, um, coming back. And so, uh, you know, if you, if, if you want to do Disney, like Logan secular does Disney, you know, we need to stay Dave. Airbnb. You stay at Airbnb.com. And I know there's some availability. Um, I was looking at some availability at the beginning of the year and going, man, um, I might need to get away to get, get, get down to the B and B, um, and, uh, hang out there. And so be sure and let them know you heard about it here. And as always, make sure you message or contact and say, Hey, I listen to the WWE today. I listen to Top of the World. I want to go where the people aren't. Um, and that's the nice thing about there is no lobby. There's no check-in. Um, you have your own pool. There's no... Um, There's an NBA Jam arcade machine. What, that just came in. That's a new addition. Mm-hmm. Not to be, you know, not, not, not new addition like the group, but like there's a new game. Right. I think new, I, new game. I, I forgot there's something that died. Um, that had to be replaced with NBA Jam. It was sad. Um, but yeah, the Airbnb is amazing. And uh, you definitely, if you're planning a trip and you, you you know, if you're like Dave and you're, you're a DVC member and you're out of those points, you want to use those. Or if you're just looking for a trip and want to bring grandma and grandpa and, uh, and have a fun family experience, you know, Airbnb is an awesome place to do that. Um, Dave, you got anything else to, to add as we're wrapping this show up? I mean, we can always plug Unrelated at Birth. Uh, comes out every Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning. Yeah, it's my personal podcast, and you can always plug your the thing. Yeah, and making elephants fly. The making elephants fly podcast, and you hear Dave and I. If you're not, if you're not subscribed to the Top of the World, you should be. Um, I don't know if we'll top get of to... the top of the world lounge. Oh yeah, be sure that if you join our listener groups, there's lots of things there. And if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. If you've watched live, which many of you that have been watching the live have stayed through the whole thing. We've seen you in the comments. 
Um, we recorded this late on a, on a Wednesday night, so we could so we could still actually say it's Wednesday. And normally it's we do, Wednesday. Normally we do WWE today on Tuesday. A lot of times on Thursday. So it's rarely Wednesday when we actually do the show. So when it's actually Wednesday, it's fun. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And if we don't get to tell you um, this, um, if you don't hear it from us, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, um, Happy Holidays, Happy Festivus, um, Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa, um, Happy New Year. <laughs> Oh, Diana, it's Thursday, Terry. Is it really Thursday? Yes, it is. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. See, other things you don't know in a pandemic, what day of the week it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. It's been, I've literally thought it was Wednesday all day. See, what do I know? I was wondering why you said that because I was like, okay, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for keeping us straight, Diana. <laughs> we appreciate it. Well, I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time on WW Day. We'll see you next time on Top of the World. Thanks for listening. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Dave Adams. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>